Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Time now for the College Football Inquirer with Dan Wetzel. It's like my golf game right now. It fixes to my fix. It fixes to the fix to the fix. And next thing you know, you're like practically swinging one-handed, but you're hitting it straight, so you keep... It's a mess. It's a mess. SI's Ross Dellinger. It's going to be an incredible environment, and that offense is just electric. And SI's Pat Forty. Follow along for mostly for entertainment purposes. Unless we start really hot, and then you can follow up. Here's Pat, Russ, and Dan. Hi, welcome to the pod. It's race for the case time. I'm going to make a quick note that ESPN has stolen our thing, (laughs) and it's calling it race for the ribeye. Absolutely shameless (laughs) theft by former podcast member. Almost as bad as the race for the ribeye. Steal our thing? Race for the ribeye? Come on, man. <laughs> Worldwide leader in what? Hey, rhyming Worldwide is better imitator. than alliter- alliteration. Rhyming is better than alliteration. We'll That's that. right. That's right. They probably get those things cooked uh, well. <laughs> That's what I <laughs> Race for the ribeye. Give me a break. <laughs> Race for the case is here. Let's make some picks. We got to do it quick go. today because we got too much work. <laughs> Problem. Off season, we just BS for an hour. Yeah. Uh, all right. At the end of the year, someone gets a case of beer. That's how it works. Uh, take these picks with the, you know, be careful now. Be careful. Yeah. Let's not go. Let's not go, you know, heavy at the windows based on what we're saying here. Still early in the we year. We are not responsible for your financial ruin should you choose to follow our picks. We are not. 3.30 on Saturday, number 11, Oregon. At number three, Georgia. Actually not. It's in Atlanta. But Georgia's get, get, uh, given 17 in this game right now. Pat, who you got? 17's too many, I think. Uh, Oregon's a quality team. I, I don't love Bo Nix as a quarterback, and he has struggled in his games against Georgia. But they are good on the offensive line. They are talented in the front seven defensively. Georgia filling a lot of holes. Georgia's better. Georgia's going to be fine long haul. They're going to win the game. I don't think it's ever going to really be in doubt, but I don't see them just trucking Oregon here. Uh, so I am going to take Georgia but to win, but Oregon to cover. I agree, actually. Yeah, 17 is a ton of points. I, when it came out, I was kind of 
shocked. Uh, it seems a lot. It seems like a lot, but then you you kind of understand it, uh, I guess. But I, I think it's too many. I'm I'm taking Oregon to cover cover the 17, but 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 Georgia to win. All right. Well, this is terrifying because I'm agreeing with you guys, and I'm a I'm a, I'm I'm banking on Bo Nix doing something <laughs> against Georgia. I'm already horrified. You should be. You can't lose that many as good as they've recruited. It's hard to lose that much defense and have uh be able to, you know, just keep 17. You just got to really have a great defensive outing. Also, I think Oregon's going to score some points. I will take the ducks. Also. Well, this is uh this is terrifying. And, and at this point I screwed up and didn't announce them earlier. Sean Anderson. We have a new Sean as our producer. Sean Anderson is our producer. And he's going to get in on this race for the race for the case, not for the race for the stupid ribeye race for the case. (laughs) Sean, uh, welcome to the show. Sean played football at URI, the University of Rhode Island. So he's got incredible expertise. Sean, welcome. Thank you. I I hope to provide some of it uh, on this show. Uh, Very glad to be a part of it. I would... um, do you like chicken gonna, sandwiches? Uh, I, I'm I'm catching a lot of heat for thinking the new wing, wing stop sandwiches are going to be good. I, I think they're going to be a home run, but I'm catching some heat though. <laughs> <laughs> Dozen but, new flavors at Wing Stop. It's a, it's definitely an intriguing uh, addition to the chicken sandwich. If you have opinions on chicken sandwiches and football, you're going to be fine. We're good. And That's I believe your I favorite team is Tennessee. I got family in Tennessee, uh, so I, I, I can uh, yeah. I, I can pull for the Vols, the Vols. this season. The new Sully, new Sully. That's what we got here. <laughs> Sully the younger. Here we go. Sully the younger, uh, more athletic, more athletic. <laughs> Sully. Uh, all right, make a pick, Sean. We'll, we'll we'll get to know you better over the other uh, episodes here. I think I I'm gonna stick with Oregon to cover here. Uh, losing the head coach is tough in the off season, uh, just because you got a lot of turnover there. But uh, 17 is too many points, I'd say. Uh, to to especially week one, it's going to come down to a lot of special teams. And I think Oregon and uh, Georgia there is just going to have to see who's more disciplined, but uh, I'm taking uh, Oregon to cover here. All right. Clean Saturday at three 30, same time, Cincinnati Bearcats 23 uh, at number 19, Arkansas. They go into the land of Walmart and chicken, by the way, uh, Arkansas is giving six Ross who you got. Ooh, right at right at that six, man. Right at that touchdown mark. That's a that's a tough one because I think that's where I think that's where it lies. I I think Arkansas wins at home by by somewhere around that mark. Um, but you know what? I'll 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 pick the uh, I'll pick the Bearcats to stay within that and and put up a fight despite uh, going into a crazy environment and 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 being down. You know most of their offensive stars from last year's team. So give me the Bearcats to cover the six. Uh, I am with you on that, despite my soaring admiration for Sam Pittman, who drank beer on the sideline of his uh, college uh, spring game, as we noted in the last pod. He's He's a great man, but I just think, I think Cincinnati's program is at the point where they can play with anyone and they know they can play with anyone and they've got a lot of guys who have moved up the depth chart into new positions who are ready to prove it. Uh, the one challenge for them here is going to be getting K.J. Jefferson on the ground, quarterback for Arkansas. He's 
very athletic, and he's big. He's 245 pounds. He's actually he's bigger than any of the linebackers, starting linebackers for Cincinnati. So you got to hit him. You got to hit him with more than one person. You got to get him on the ground scrambling or in the pocket. I think they can do that. I think they can control the game. I think they can keep it low scoring. And I think Cincinnati can not only cover, but possibly win. Sean Anderson? I am uh, taking Arkansas to cover here. I think uh, the, I think Ritter uh, leaving uh, for the uh, for the NFL is going to be a little much to to to, to handle uh, for Cincinnati. Even though you know you have a new game plan, you have a good coach in Luke Fickle. Uh, I think Arkansas comes out guns blazing, and then uh, Cincinnati is going to take a game or two to really find their footing with a new quarterback. Excellent pick. I'm going with the Hogs. Cincinnati lost nine players to the draft. That is an incredible talent uh, loss. Program is very good, but uh, KJ Jefferson and I think Arkansas is going to be good this year, even a little better than last. Um, I'm happy to do that when it's only six. I think Cincinnati's getting getting a bonus off of its name, which is quite a thing, quite a statement on where the program is. Saturday at seven, the heat and the humidity of the swamp. Number seven, Utah visits unranked Florida. Utah is giving three. The Gators, the Gators are a home dog in a non-conference game. They usually don't play anybody good in the non-conference other than Florida State. I guess occasionally they play Miami, but uh, uh, here we go. Uh, Pat, uh, Utes or Gators? Yeah, uh, I saw something. This is the first time Florida has been a home dog in a in a. Been an underdog and a home opener since 1978. And they are for a reason, because Utah's better. Uh, I am taking the Utes, and I'm giving the three on the road. I think the Utes have built towards this. They've got veterans at quarterback. They've got veterans uh, at r- running back. They've got one of the top two or three tight end rooms in the country. Their defense is always going to be good. They're going to be physical. Florida's figuring this out on the fly with a new coach, with a new starting quarterback. Uh, I'm taking the Utes to win and cover. Go Gator. Give me the Gators to cover it at home uh, in the in the swamp. Maybe even win the game. I mean, it's three, so I, I kind of expect them to actually win the game. Anthony Richardson, Billy Napier, and in uh, his 150 support staff members. So uh, uh, I'll take <laughs> I'll take the Gators at home. They do win the support staff battle. That's right. Sean, who you got? Uh, I have uh, Utah cover, and I think their defense really flies around. It, it, it's going to be uh, – I think they're going to kind of dismantle Florida in here. Florida might be a little flashy in the first in the first half with some nice plays, fast players, but I think Utah is going to be a little more disciplined coming there and, uh, and, and cover for sure. I think I'm going to take Utah also. Um, this, this pick makes me nervous. Uh, thunderstorms scheduled. Mm-hmm. Or expected across the day. If they come through, it'll cool off a lot. It also just could be wild there. Could be delays. I think uh that's kind of what Utah wants. And uh they they will battle it out. I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Utes in this, but man, I, I, I have a feeling I'll be killing myself in the third quarter on the uh yeah. as I as I watch this and think that this actually was gonna work. We're, uh, letting, we're right. letting Ross lone wolf a yeah. SEC home dog. I'm, yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, I don't know. Uh, I always hate my picks. <laughs> Gators are great in the rain too. 
Haters you did, you did announce during week zero you hated your first pick, and you were right. You <laughs> I did hate it. I so hated did, Nebraska. So did I. So did I, oh. like a dumbass. That's telling me to switch, but then am I like double, double crossing myself out? Am I? Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, road game. Uh, the overthinking has begun. It's like my golf game right now. I have fixes <laughs> to my fix. <laughs> you fix this to the fix to the fix. The next thing you know, you're like practically swinging one handed, but you're hitting it straight. So you keep, it's a mess. It's a mess. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and J.J. discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Saturday at 7.30, fighting Irish, ranked fifth in the country. Visit Ohio State, second in the country. The 100th anniversary of my favorite stadium in college football, Ohio Stadium. Uh, 20th anniversary of the 20, uh, 2002 team. That's 20 anniversaries would go minus 20 off your year and you'll get that uh maurice claret will be in the house tress will be in the house it's all going down buckeyes giving 17 and a half mm. in what is expected to be a march to the national title game mm. ross too many points or you like the buck it does feel like a lot of points but i uh i do i do like the bucks although i'm not I don't feel great about that pick at all either because it is a ton of points. But give me the Buckeyes, everything, like you just said, right? It's going to be an incredible environment, and that offense is just electric. And I know Notre Dame's got a pretty stiff defense, but I'm I'm thinking that uh, the Buckeyes are going to go up and down the field and, and, you know, put up some serious points. So, yeah, give me the Buckeyes to cover the 17. Don't feel good about it. Boy, yeah, like when I picked this for the 40-yard dash, I think the line was 15, so it's floated up to 17, and I hate that hook. It's 17 and a half, but I'll stick with Ohio State there. I, I just I think they're loaded, and I think they're extremely motivated. And I Notre Dame, the, the two issues other than, you know, inexperienced quarterback, inexperienced head coach, but beyond that, Jarrett Patterson, their best offensive lineman. He's been a center. He's probably going to play guard, but he's banged up. He's got a sprained foot. He's... I think questionable or probable or whatever they're saying, but there's concern whether he can go and how well he can go. And then receiver, they had their their top deep threat uh, blew a knee in the preseason. So I think that offense will struggle, especially if Ohio State's defense has made the improvements that it uh, is reported to have made. And then on the other side of it, yeah, like, look, Notre Dame does have some physical badass <laughs> their linemen said on that defense, but... They're going against the best offense in the country, in my opinion, uh, in Ohio State. And I think they're going to find plenty of ways to score, be a balanced attack, big plays, small plays, chunks, whatever, grind it out. They'll be able to do it all. So I think Ohio State wins and covers a very big number. Sean? 
17 and a half is a little too rich for my blood in week one. There's uh there's too many factors that go in place coming out of camp and that there's still guys that don't know exactly what they're doing. And then you go out of the field, you, you have communication issues and you, you hope you don't, but it just happens in week one. So I, I'm taking uh, Notre Dame to actually cover this at that 17. I don't think they get blown out that by that much. 14, I can see it, but 17 is a little much. That sounded oddly personal. <laughs> is that a recap? Of Definitely the is. High season? <laughs> <laughs> You get a false start in week one, it's a bad feeling. <laughs> Communication. <laughs> I will say, you know what? You know, Jimmy's offside. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sean, this Sean is bringing more, like, level-headed analysis than the previous Sean. I will say that. So, Immediate Oh, yeah. Upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Sully picked off of emotion only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's some real stuff. I am taking Ohio State on this. Look, Tyler Buckner, I have no idea. First start, he kid could be great. Might not be. We don't know. Good recruit. Receiving core was thin before injuries. I obviously have Michael Mayer. They have some good running backs. But uh, I just think Ohio State's going to score points on everyone this year. That 17 and a half does not scare me. Tyler Buckner and that offense can, can uh, totally surprise me, and I'm willing to let that happen. I wish I could have seen them play a little bit. But... Uh, First year start in that environment, it's uh, you're gonna have to go show me. So I will take the Buckeyes giving 17 and a half. All right, Sunday night, Florida State unranked playing LSU unranked in the New Orleans Superdome. Uh, LSU is giving three, Ross. Yeah, give me the uh, I, I feel like this game, I feel like, yeah, I'm gonna be there and and uh. I feel like this game is going to be ugly and somewhat low scoring and tight. I'm, I'm going to take the Tigers to to cover the uh, to cover the three. Again, don't feel great about it, and I, I think it is going to be. I feel like it's going to be one of those games where, um, and this happens every week one, uh, where you have this exciting tight game and everybody gets really excited around the nation about these two teams and they both end up seven and five. Like that, that's just kind of feels like uh, what this kind of game is, but give me the Tigers uh, to cover the three. Uh, I'm going with you there. Uh, I just, I still think LSU's overall talent level is ahead of Florida States. And I think LSU is going to be far better coached than it has been. And just in terms of organization, game plan, team management, you know, showing up, knowing what you want to do, and then doing it. Uh, Ed Orgeron had some great strengths, but I don't think those were among them. And I think those are Brian Kelly's strengths. So I expect LSU to uh, take a step forward. I, I agree with Ross. They're not ready to have a great season or anything, but I, I still think they're ready to take a step forward from where they were at the end of the Orgeron era. And they're still just overall ahead of where Florida State is, even if Florida State is showing some gradual improvement. The one thing I do want to see here is Florida State had three running backs run for 100 yards uh, in the first game, but that was against Duquesne. Duquesne's horrible. So, but, you know, can do, do they really have something with those backs, or is, or is that going to be uh, run into an, L, uh, an SEC defensive line and, and be changed? I'm going with uh, LSU to cover here. I think it could even be tied going into the fourth, but uh, Florida State doesn't seem like fast starters in the season to me. They took a loss to Jacksonville State last year, uh, a former FCS team. So I'm, I'm looking at it saying, you know, uh, LSU could, could kick a late field goal or possibly just run up a 10 nothing run at the end of the fourth. So I got LSU to cover. I like this game in the Superdome. 
I, I, I like that for LSU. They'll have a, a, a preponderance of the number of fans there. And uh, I think this game means a, a ton to Brian Kelly. It means a lot to both sides. Just a lot of mysteries in this game. It's really the issue, including technically uh, who's going to play. I also have a, a lot of faith in Jaden Daniels. You put him around some talent, which he did not have, and some stability that he did not have at Arizona State, and he's going to come through. So I will uh, I will take uh, LSU in that one. All right, lock of the week. Pick anything uh, that we haven't already picked. That's how it works. It's our sixth game. Spreads it out a little bit. Ross, why don't you go first? What is your lock of the week? All right. UAB Blazers hosts Alabama A&M Bulldogs. Uh, UAB favored by 35 points. Uh, I know it's kind of a random one, but uh, lock of the week. Give me the Blazers in uh, new coach Bryant Vincent. Uh, Bill Clark stepped aside, as you all know, over the summer. They promoted Bryant Vincent, uh, kind of a longtime UAB assistant, uh, originally from Kentucky, coached in the high school level in Alabama for a while. So this is his first kind of uh, big on the big stage, first time on the big stage. And, you know, they returned quite a bit of guys from the nine-win team last year, including quarterback uh, Dylan Hopkins. And and uh, Alabama A&M hasn't been terrible. So, um, but I, I think UAB uh, covers the whopping number of 35. So, my first lock of the week uh, for uh, 2022. There you go. All right. Well, yeah. That, I, look, it's not that obscure. Pete's gone more obscure than that. Past, <laughs> so you're fine there. Yeah, you weren't here for the COVID season when we were picking. <laughs> Central <laughs> Arkansas was picked uh, either for or against on multiple occasions. I remember that. NA, what was that school, Houston Baptist, that has the CVS in the in the stadium? Yeah, in the parking lot of the stadium. Yeah, the drive-through yeah. for the yeah. pharmacy is in the is yeah. in one end zone. I mean, yeah. that, they were picked multiple times. <laughs> Abilene Christian got a lot of love. There was a game that was on Fox Sports Southwest Plus, which. <laughs> Just automatically feels like a minus. I think UTEP yeah. played a Mexican team once. I don't, there's a lot of weird ones going down. So, yeah, UAB is fine in that context. That's for sure. We've seen some things, man. We've seen some things. <laughs> All right. Um, my lock of the week, I'm going in the Big Ten. I, I was impressed by Illinois. Uh, in their opener against Wyoming. And maybe Wyoming is absolute hot garbage, but Illinois is getting three going to Indiana, and Indiana still has to prove to me that 2020 was real in any way, shape, or form. They w- they reverted back to usual Indiana form in 2021. A lot of people in Bloomington think they're going to be better, think their speed has improved, uh, all that, but they've got to show it to me. And I... Look, that looked like a Brett Bielema team. They cranked it on the running game. They had 260 yards rushing, 6.3 yards a carry. Chase Brown was a load for them. But then they also, they threw it pretty well. Tommy DeVito, the Syracuse transfer, 27 to 37, 194, two touchdowns, no interceptions. So competent offense, a good defensive coordinator, Ryan Walters, uh, and they've got a game under their belts. And they got some things that they can work on and improve from. Indiana remains an unknown quantity, and so I'm taking the Illini and taking the three in Bloomington. Uh, that's an excellent pick, by the way. That was that was on my radar. Sean, <laughs> lock of the week. You go what? 
You can uh, go FCS. You can go URI if you want. I, I don't want to jinx them. <laughs> I really I can't. I'm starting to get a little hope for them, but I can't I can't get on board with that right now. I can get on board with uh, NC State covering 11.5 versus ECU this upcoming week. I like what Dave Doran is building uh, down there, and I really think that they're going to come out hot. 11.5 doesn't seem like a big line for me. Uh, going against ECU by uh, by any means, I think it's going to be a clean sweep. They'll probably win by 21, maybe 24. All right, how about that? All right, I'm going to stay in the uh, I'm going to stay in that region. I'm going to take Appalachian State. Mm-hmm. They are giving one boon. How about that? At home against North Carolina. Uh, I just was not impressed with North Carolina last week. No, I, I I thought North Carolina's defense looked very average and passive. Okay. Florida A and M, they had I, I I'm not even sure what happened because I I got dizzy following the story. They weren't going to come. Lots of guys were ineligible. Academic concerns. The team wrote a letter to like the administration. Do you even want to have a football team? Uh, who knows? It was a it was a mess. Game was canceled for like an hour. And they still managed, I think, 24 points on Carolina's defense. It just, whatever. Uh, Appalachian State coming off a, a Sun Belt title. Chase Bryce, quarterback, was uh, was pretty good last year. I think he's even better. Former Duke player, former Clemson recruit. Then went to Duke. Now he's at Appalachian. And uh, they got seven, seven guys coming back on offense. I think it's going to be an absolutely wild scene up in Boone. It's a big game. I think it's uh, they got a motion and they got at least a good enough team to beat a North Carolina club that I don't want to. That said, boy, that Carolina pass rush does scare me because you will find out really quickly if they have an advantage, a, a distinct advantage over App State's uh, offensive line. And if they do, this pick will be absolutely terrible. But um, good running attack, good offense for uh, for the boys in Boone. So I like I like the pick. I think the Apps can win it. Yeah. So. Uh, we're good on that. All right, that's our picks. That's it. We've wrapped First it up. First race to the case. Again, follow along for mostly for entertainment purposes, unless we start really hot, and then you can follow what we're doing. Occasionally have some heater weeks, you know. We do. Really bang do. it out. But see, we I, all, I, feel- I think we were all above 500 last year, weren't we? We were. We yeah. were. We did a great job. We've had. I'm, I'm better in bowl week. But <laughs> okay. um, I had that one epic bowl week at the bowl <laughs> yeah, season. Yeah. Despite like, the fact that you you made your bowl picks based on interesting who's going to try, yeah. no, it was who's going to try? Uh, yeah, some of that. It's like Miami's playing in the Shreveport Bowl. You know they're not showing up to try. Yeah. They're like getting me back home. Yeah, we all over. knew that one. Yeah, so there's certain. So that's it. We got it. Um, welcome, Sean. Great to have you. We appreciate your work here. It's going to be fun. Those are strong analytical picks. Probably a little too analytical for the show, but we'll take it. We <laughs> need a level little seriousness again. In. We're not. We're not just. We're not getting a, a a steady diet of Sully saying, "Give me the balls, baby." Yeah, just bit the balls. We'll be back probably uh, Sunday night. Uh, overreacting to all of this mess, and uh, if not, it'll be up for your commute on Monday. Appreciate everyone listening. Continue to share us on social media. Subscribe. Leave us nice reviews and all of that. Tell your friends about us. Play us at your tailgate. Whatever you can do for us. We uh, we need all the help we can get. And uh, you're pretty much the uh, only thing we got. So talk to you later. <laughs>